Take two. Here we go. <laughs> Let's try this again. <laughs> yeah, I uh, had some internet issues. I don't know what happened. If you could hear us if, and you're watching, please just comment and be like, all good. That would be super helpful. Uh, when you're a one-man band, you know, it's hard to, it's hard to play the guitar and the drum at the same time, you know? It definitely is. Uh, <laughs> so we are here. We're back live. Interviews with Everyday People, episode 111. Is that like a lucky thing, 111? No. No? No. It just sounds cool, right? Um, I want to thank our, ta our our sponsors, Avedon Tattoo Studio, a unique professional experience nestled in the small town of Pine Grove, Pennsylvania. They provide high-quality tattoos and piercings in a relaxed and pre professional sterile environment. Uh, you can check out their links below. If you go to their Instagram, all of their uh, tattoos are uh, – our tattoo artists are hyperlinked, so you can go to, go to their page, see everything they've done, find out what styles for you, contact them, and really go from there. Uh, really cool people. We also want to thank our Patreon subscribers. Uh, Patreon has changed a little bit. We don't do the bonus content because uh, time permitting has been really hard. You know, we just killed two shows, murdered them, and uh, we're trying to uh, build our way back up. It's it's tough with the with the work schedule, but we want to thank Tommy B, the Tree of Life Metaphysical Shop, Brad Zalonis, High Ruth and Other Words Podcast, Jay and Austin Blackwell. Uh, you know, for a dollar or it's a dollar or five dollars, uh, get you a shout out. And we are looking to do some stuff in the future. I think what we're going to start doing possibly next month is just going to randomly pick a name from the Patreon and uh, send them a free merch, like a T-shirt or a sticker or Ooh, something free fun. Merch. Oh, it's yeah, so we'll do that. So um, if you want to subscribe to the Patreon, that's good. what we're going to start doing is kind of giving away a piece of free swag every month if you're a subscriber. I'm just trying to find something to do rather than just general support. But anything helps. If you don't su support that way, you don't have to. It's not super important. Uh, a like, a share, comment, uh, anything, any engagement, just let people know we exist. It's super, super helpful. Uh, we're going to learn about a local business here in the area that a po possibly a lot of people know about, but they don't know about the future of this business and everything that's going to be coming. Uh, so we're going to learn about that. So you introduce yourself. Who are, tell the people who you are. <laughs> well, I'm Jackie Engel. I'm the executive director at the Walk-In Art Center in Schuylkill Haven. Um, I moved here in February of last year <laughs> to take this job. And uh, literally five weeks after that, the entire world shut down. So it's been a really interesting year. Uh, throughout, the, throughout the year, we were able to have a few events, like when there looked like it was like the, the cases were going down and things opened up briefly, and then they shut down again. <laughs> it was this ongoing thing, and we kind of played everything by ear. It's like, you know, two weeks before something, we're like, yes, we're go. Let's rush. Let's do it. Let's get it done. So we had a couple exhibitions. Um, we had um, we had a hope and healing exhibition back in the summer, which was like people. We wanted people to share how they used the arts to get through the pandemic shut, like the real hardcore shutdown, like that first you know two months that we were all kind of locked in our houses. So, you know, we wanted we encouraged people to use art to help them to deal with everything that was going on, and then ask them to bring their things in. And we had this exhibition in the summer, which was a lot of fun. Um, then in September, we did open up and we did our first cornhole tournament. So part of my mission there, like when I got here, is to kind of do a, some of the, the things that they've always done at the Walk-In Art Center, but then turn them up to 11, turn them up to 11, and, <laughs> and then um, start a couple new things, but figure out ways to like incorporate visual arts into other things. So um, we did this cornhole tournament in September last year. And we had enough teams to do like a whole bracket. So it was just like March Madness. We called it Fall Madness. And um, I, sorry, I just, I just said a, a, a trademarked thing. So anyway, you're, that, you're big, that big thing that happened. Drinking water of my red basketball. cat glass. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so we had it. But then we had, we, we had the boards built. And then the artists actually decorated them. Like the, the, actually they painted the scenes on them. And then we put them up for auction and people bid on them. And we had, we had all but one set of eight actually got auctioned off, which was kind of cool. So, so I'm trying to incorporate art into just everyday things and maybe get people to the walk-in that aren't normally maybe artsy people. Yeah. So we thought like the cornhole guys, you know, like so we, we actually touched base with this one cornhole tournament group that, that they found out of it too late and they couldn't make it. But but it's funny how many people like didn't even know about the walk-in art center. They don't know what goes on there. Um, it's, and and in truth, our building, we're working on that. We're going to like spruce up the outside so it looks a little bit more like an art center because we are located in the old walk-in shoe factory, mm -hmm. which is on the corner of Columbia Street and Parkway 
in downtown in Schuylkill Haven. So um, we want to make it look a little more like an like an artsy kind of place. So we're looking for those kind of changes. But um, we had a holiday market and um, and we are now open and we've had uh, a big rock concert outside, which is a lot of fun. We did a Led Zeppelin tribute concert, which was which was a lot of fun. Um, Show me, we've seen the pictures of that, and uh, boy, is there a lot of possibilities with that. There is, that yeah. Um, we actually were supposed to have a big fundraiser on that particular day, and then, but it was an indoor thing, and we still weren't allowed to have that many people, so we had to cancel that fundraiser. So I found myself with this date of May fifteenth, and um, I thought I looked out the window of my office and our parking lot that's in the center of our building, our building's kind of U-shaped. So the parking lot in there is actually two tiers. There's this upper part and then five year, five feet below is this much larger parking lot. And I looked at that and I was like, oh my gosh, that is a stage. And this is like the perfect acoustical shell. Like we need to do concerts here. So um, I got permission to take the fence down temporarily that, that separated the two parking lots. And it really was, it's this awesome space. And the people that came here, they're like, oh my gosh, like we never thought to the, do that to do this here but this is like the perfect place so it was a bring your own lawn chair concert we had um we had some beer that was sponsored by yingling we had some food trucks um and it was just like this amazing night and we couldn't have better better weather too so that, that's the only thing that would have screwed the whole thing up yeah and, <laughs> like you pray for good weather you had the food trucks so i mean just look at the photos of it the it's it's a it's a top tier parking lot and then like it just makes a perfect stage and then a huge spot where people right. can just, like dance or bring chairs and set up their own little mm -hmm. spots uh, if they want to social distance they can and then you could put the food trucks out there the 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 there was you know outdoor uh, porta potties like yeah. it was it was a nice setup and yeah looking at it, it's like boy you can do a lot of fun things with that little space out there yeah and that really led like i i did a survey after the concert was over to see what people thought of the venue see what they thought of the group and um a lot of people said yay we should we should do more concerts here this is a really good thing so so next year we're actually planning a full like one concert a month from september to from may to september um and i hope to hit a, a bunch of different genres like maybe bring in a country band maybe have like anthracite philharmonic come and do some sort of more of a classical kind of thing so we're going to mix it up so there'll be concerts all next year um and it's it is it's just like the perfect space and there really isn't like a big i mean you could go to the fairgrounds i guess mm -hmm. i've not actually been there because i'm new but um but know, other than I, that I there really aren't any other like <laughs> <laughs> there really aren't any other like places to do like those like big kind of things people so. people in this area will always say there's there's nothing to do there's nothing to do and yeah. then someone puts the work in to give people something to do and and the people who do come out and support are like man this is great right. but the, the challenge is letting everyone else know that yeah. there are people out there who are willing to do cool things in the area so i i personally love that i love when places are trying to give people an opportunity to play music and do this um i think Last year, the only thing we really had was outside with uh, the Yingling Mansion. They were doing the School County of Arts yes. was doing yeah. the, the music at the mansion. Which was awesome. Yeah, okay. it was really fun. And you know what the most drawing show was the entire time? Heavy Metal Night. <laughs> the, hev <laughs> the heavy metal bands. It was dark. It was cold. It was rainy. It was miserable. And there was more people for Heavy Metal Night than any other show the entire time. Not crazy. Yeah. That's awesome. Something to think about. A little bit of a heavy metal crowd in School County. They like it. I assume so. Actually, when I called this particular group, um, they had just done this Eagles concert because yeah. they, they kind of take a different group and they deep dive every two months and they do like they learn all the music and all the styles of that particular group. What is the, so, the name of this group? Um, this group was called the Uptown Music Collective and they're from the Williamsport area, which is where I'm from. I moved down here last year. I said from Williamsport. Uh, I used to teach voice and piano at the school. So um, when I had this day open, I was like, you know, we got to bring them down here. Like the rest of the world needs to see how amazing this is. So, um, they had just done this Eagles concert. So I called up Willie, the guy in charge. And, and I said, how much would it, you know, how much it cost me to bring the Eagles concert? And he's like, oh, he's like, but in May they'll have already just done this Led Zeppelin concert. I'm like, oh no, like Led Zeppelin, Sorry, I think Eagles. would totally yeah. go over well here in Schuylkill County. So, um, and I know that there are, you know, there are other Led Zeppelin tributes, like Get the Lad Out is really big around mm -hmm. here. And actually a lot of people that came thought that's what they were going to see. And then were like blown away by the show. Like they had no idea. And the cool part is like, you know, those shows, those groups, they do that, that music 24 seven. That's all they do. And they're awesome at it. Um, but this group, like they, 
they do like right now they're doing a women of R&B concert in mm -hmm. Williamsport that they'll sell 2000 tickets to. And like, this, this is kind of like a, like a school of rock type thing where it's, it uh, it's all a, underage kids, like, like up and couple musicians. School of rock, yeah. yeah. And, um, and it's funny too, cause last year, like this time I specifically did not market it. I didn't tell, I just said it's a 20 member group from the Williamsport area. And I didn't say that they were high school kids. Cause like people are like, yeah, I'm like, I'm not going to pay yeah, money no. to see like high school, high school kids, kids play Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin yeah. But um, people like stood in awe. Like I, I have pictures of people going, oh my gosh, they're like amazing. Mm -hmm. And they really were. So, um, so they'll be back, but we're actually looking to do a whole bunch of other things. And we want to get some other local bands. I do like the fact that well. you brought a piece of your home, like a piece of where you're from <laughs> and the things you like to school County and, and just kind of bringing that wealth and, and that, that, that camaraderie and bringing new things to the area that's for people to experience. Yeah. That's, that's pretty cool. I actually had a moment of doubt. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It's like when you come from an area where they're awesome, they're very well known in Williamsport. They sell out all the time. They big crowds. And I work there, obviously I'm biased. I think they're amazing and stuff. But then I thought, oh my gosh, like what if I bring them down here and they're, and they're bomb. just okay. <laughs> like what yeah. if people are like, yeah, they're all right. You know, they're not that great, but that's not the reaction at all. Yeah. So I was ecstatic. I had that moment of doubt. I had that uh, exact feeling. I booked uh, my buddy's band. He's like, a, like my little brother and they're uh, an all black band from uh, the Wilkesbury Scranton area. And I had them come play in school County, which, not many all black all, all 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 black musicians come in their area, and when people are like, "Oh, okay, they're gonna do like R and B and hip hop," and the first song out, girl comes out, lead singer, long dreads, and the first song she sings is like Nirvana, "Smells Like Teen Spirit," and everyone's like, <laughs> "What is happening?" And they they, they did like a whole punk rock set list and like played Paramore and all these songs, and and by the end of the night, everyone's like, "Can you just like move here? Like, can you just play here all the time?" Because they're uh -huh. called the Contact Collective, so it is cool to bring outside people yeah. to the area and give people a mix up of, of different types of music and people and culture and just really spice yeah. things up in the area. Yeah. I'm sure there are a lot of groups. I've, I've heard a lot of people make suggestions to me now that we're, we're thinking about doing this thing. And, um, I know there's a lot of really good groups in our area that I really want to get involved and just get people down there. So we're going to figure out how to make that happen. <laughs> yeah. I, I definitely, the, I definitely know a lot of different musicians in the area that would, uh, would love to come partner. Oh, I got a spam bot on Twitch. Oh, no. Ask me if I want to be famous. I have to click their link. Aren't you famous like, already? No. No. Oh. All 13 people are going to love this. Episode. <laughs> <laughs> I set the bar low. To, but no, I, I've, I've been getting a lot of support with the people that are doing it wild, but it's it's a lot of fun. But not about me tonight. It's about the Walk-In Art Center. So I, I personally have experienced the Walk-In Art Center a few times. I got to help renovate it back in my high, like <laughs> fresh out of high school days when I helped do the plumbing of the building. Um, I've seen a lot of benefits and uh a friend's wedding was actually in that building. Such so the hall, for the most part, is is beautiful. I've never really explored the rest of the building, just kind of the main hall and that hallway where you can kind of go and see all the classrooms. Right. Um, I don't really know much about art. I just like it. You know what I mean? Like I don't like if you, I can doodle and do cartooning, but when I have to like color or shade, awful. But I want to get better at it. So maybe some classes can some help classes me out. Yeah. That. But I just remember walking through and the guy's like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "It reminds me of Beetlejuice. Remember how like like like." People had like the sculptures. Remember in the movie Beetlejuice, how she had those words that ended up yeah. coming to life and moving around. I was like, these all look like Beetlejuice sculptures, right? I don't understand what they are, <laughs> but they look cool. Uh, <laughs> That's really funny. And then I believe there was a woman in the area. Uh, I don't know if she still paints there or she's still doing anything, but her whole style was like school county themed. Like she had like a, a Gears iced tea carton painted, or she had like, uh, the, Allen. the, the courthouse. Like, yeah. yeah, and I was like, yeah, I always wanted one of her like a Gears iced tea thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm well, I have that in my office actually. I'm obsessed with Gears iced tea. I have it. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it's right ahead of my yeah. Wall of my uh, so there's so and there's so <laughs> many so many talented people, and it's cool like that. The Walking Art Center gives us people the platform to do stuff like that, and a lot of the local business in the in the area are really cashing in on the local arts because we have so many so many talented. Uh, musicians and artists and just the art in general in our area is so over the top talented and people aren't even really aware of it. Um, I know like the, the Crimson House is starting to take local art and hang it up. Mm -hmm. um, right. There was a, an art center in, in Pottsville at one point in time is now going to be changed to a, a brewery. I believe they're going to put a brewery in, um, in that same location, but there's so much cool opportunity for art and it's just, it's awesome. Yeah. I would definitely say you guys would, would be the Mecca of like school County when it comes uh, to the arts. I would, I, I think you're that's the, good to know. that you're, that's the most known area that people are like, Oh, there's, I know they do art there, you know, right. but now yeah, the local try. businesses are bringing more people in. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. We, we are really trying to get out and extend our reach in the community, mm -hmm. community a lot. Um, I have to say, I was really surprised when I moved here a year ago, 
um, I come from an area where the performing arts is big, like mm -hmm. music, concerts, stuff is really big in the Williamsport area. Not so much like visual arts. Not, I mean, there are artists, there are painters and stuff, but like no real gallery, not, not a lot of galleries, not a lot yeah. of like art exhibitions that people go to. And when I came down here, I was like kind of, I, I didn't know what to expect, A, for this area. I wasn't sure the demographics of the area. I wasn't sure what like people like down here. But I found out that there's all these arts groups in town. So there's us, there's the arts barn, you know, outside of Orwigsburg. There are the arts at the mansion that happen, you know, the Yingling Mansion. And then there's a group in Pottsville called Block of Art. Mm -hmm. So like there's all these like smaller groups. So one of the first things I did when I got here is like, I love collaboration with other groups. So I created this thing called the, the Schuylkill County Arts Consortium. So I had this get together with like all of the theater arts people and all of the visual arts people, like the leaders of all the different groups in town. So tried to get them together in one room so we can talk about ways to like share audiences and expose and collaborate a little bit. Like, for example, like we always do this big holiday market at the Walk-In Art Center. It's always on the first Saturday of December. But like, I want to incorporate local music into that. So if like, even like the Schuylkill Choral Society, if they wanted to come to bring their ensemble down and like perform at that market, like so that it's just like their audience comes to my space, you know, people that come to the art center find out that there's this choral group that's really good. So um, any way that I can make that happen. So I just got everybody together and said, we're going to call it this arts consortium. We have a Facebook group where we try to share different things or if someone's looking for actors or something like, for example, I'm this, this coming Saturday. So on the 26th, not, not today, not tomorrow, but the 26th, uh, we're doing this thing called the princess and pirate uh, children's festival in three K. Okay. So it's moms and dads and kids can dress up as princesses and pirates and they run or walk a little three K kind of thing. So it's like a healthy thing, get your family out, do it together. But you dress up as princesses and you dress up as pirates. And then along the route are like individual people, individual like famous pirates and famous princesses that like are on the corners to cheer you on and stuff. So like, you know, I talked to the Actors Guild of Schuylkill County um, and they're, they have a couple of people that are going to be the princesses. So, That's you know, so like cool. the kids are going to go from one princess to another and like, come on kids, get going. And, stuff. Um, and love, then we I have like, this, like that. yeah, and then we have like, you know, we have vendors there as well and we have food trucks and it's going to this children's festival, uh, St. Ambrose church. They're going to do kids games, like, you know, like carnival kind of games that you would have. And then the artists at the walk-in are going to do art activities in the main gallery for kids. And, and you can actually like, uh, we have photographers at the walk-in that are going to have like a photo shoot too. So like after you, Run the race. After you sweat three k. Yeah. After you run, well, like, you can walk it. It doesn't real <laughs> But after you do that, like you can go and there's like a backdrop that you can be like on a pirate ship, so you can like get. So there's lots of ways to integrate like art with like an activity that maybe just wouldn't be so artsy. So yeah. Um. So that's gonna be a lot of fun. It's a really fun day. It's a lot of people to to organize to get that to happen. But um, it's gonna be so fun. So. Actually, we're taking registrations now for people who want to do the 3K because if you complete it, you get a medal and then you get uh, either a tiara or a pirate hat, whichever one you want for, for finishing the race. But it's just a really fun day for yeah, that's gonna parents be around, to get uh, out. School Haven? It's in School Haven. It's right um, right by the walk-in. We we're right on Parkway, so we have these big green spaces. So mm -hmm. we have, we're taking up the one in front of the, the School Haven police and the one in front of our building. And there'll be lots of vendors there, and it'll be like this nice festival that's happening down there on so the Parkway. So much fun. Yeah, so we're trying to, trying to turn things up a little bit. And um, we definitely needed some kind of children's thing. So there's a lot of activities in this county, I've noticed, that involve beer or wine. Guilty. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of those, and, and I admit we just had, you know, there was just the one in Schuylkill Haven you last gotta night. You got to spread the wealth, yeah. Yeah, and there's a lot of those kind of things, but there's not really a whole lot for, like, families that, that I've noticed, so I'm trying to add We like the drink, bit. you know? Yes. Actually, <laughs> let me tell you a funny story. This is funny. When I first get here, and before everything shut down, it was right before Easter, and um, the we have a pottery ceramic uh, department, I guess you could call it, at the walk-in, and these ladies like to do things, and we have classes, so... This one lady comes to me and she says she wants to do a class where people can just basically come in. It's like a paint your own bunny kind of thing. You get like a ceramic bunny, you, you do the painting, we fire, whatever. And um, she wanted to call it bunnies and booze. And I went, why? <laughs> I was like, why booze? And she goes, well, if you don't, if you don't let them bring wine or something, they're not going to come. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yep. so I'm learning a lot about 
<laughs> you have to like paint and sips are really big here. Yep. Apparently, like you could paint and sips are always offer and they're very popular. And it's just like something. It's just definitely a culture change. <laughs> I I don't know. If they're probably still a thing. I, I I fell off at a lot of different stuff in the area because of, of COVID and everything. But right be, like before COVID, like I never thought I'd be into like pottery or like making stuff like that. And the mud maker in pasta. Yeah. So much fun. Like, yeah. I had me and my, <laughs> my wife did it like a hundred times. And then she's like, are you going to come? Because he had to make lawn, like gnomes. And uh, <laughs> and then it became like a fun, like uh, to me, because I have to compete with everything. Uh, like my wife said, like, my gnomes going to be way better than your gnomes. <laughs> like, you know, and then we're like making our gnomes and stuff. That's awesome. I think we made our gnomes like really hor horrible and gra like graphic and 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 like <laughs> like horror themed. And I think mine was eating brains or something. That's I don't know. Awesome. But it was yeah. There's like like I, I always tell people if you can't find things to do in, in this area, it's your fault. Like you just have yeah. to do research. There's so much cool things like but i do like that you're bringing the fact that you can do stuff as families like it's family yeah. events which is fun yeah yeah i definitely thought we needed at least at least one, one more that's why i said if you're gonna have music you know, like is there beer involved like can yeah you, like, <laughs> <laughs> like can you have a concert and not have beer involved I don't know. you can but it's nobody will come <laughs> yeah you'll get 13 people uh beer sponsored by yingling <laughs> starts marching in right, let's go now actually be a cool little driving spot too like put a, a screen up there Oh my gosh! I didn't even think about that. Yeah, like we'll not leave like a driving, but like you can sit and bring your chair and like have like a movie night. Ah, oh, very good idea. Yeah, we'll see if we can make that happen. Or you just put it on the side of the building for like a giant yeah. You know how much sheet. it is to rent those big screens, though. I have checked that out. Thousands of dollars for one this night. Is white sheet. This is cool county. <laughs> you don't got to get super fancy. You just got to get the job done. <laughs> it's a big white sheet. Yeah. Well, get some like. We'll have to get like our fiber arts ladies to like sew a bunch of white sheets together yeah. to make like a big screen. But we just make it happen. <laughs> You know, that'd be awesome. Like people think you're in a studio right now. This is a sh this is a terrible looking kitchen. That's all. Our <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. What? I don't see kitchen. I, I see kitchen nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> you, you got to work with what you got. You know, that's too funny. That's the that's the theme of School County. You know, it is actually this place. It, it is a little bit of a culture shock. It's like you don't you don't realize how things are different until you move away yeah. from something. Um, and I have to say, like when I I got the the food here is different. Okay, so. <laughs> I, I knew what kielbasa was. Oh, like, I've had kielbasa welcome. and stuff. However, <laughs> a lot of these other things I've never really heard of. So there was a church in Minersville that was having this, like, Bellinis? ethnic food festival. Yeah, they were having some kind of ethnic food festival and last summer. And it was a drive-thru because you couldn't, because of COVID, you couldn't, yeah. you couldn't sit in there. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to this and find out what this food is, right? So I, you go and I ordered, like, a halushki and halupki. And pierogies I had had before that everybody loves and I do not like. We'll get back to that later. And Bellini things. Bellinis, yep. And potato um, and grease. And kielbasa. What else was there? Oh, city chicken, which isn't even chicken. So I got one of each of these things. And like, other than the kielbasa, I didn't like any of I'm, it. I'm not a big. <laughs> I didn't like it, any of it. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a big Loki or Bellini fan. I, it's just too a little too greasy for me. But pierogies and kielbasa, I get it all day long. Yeah. Especially kielbasa. I love okay. kielbasa. Okay, the pierogi thing. Uh, now, I get it. I get what they are. They're, you know, pasta with potatoes inside. Mm -hmm. And everybody's, and I was like, I just don't like, why do people love these so much? Because they do. It's like a cult thing. Well, they're, like, they're, people they're love like them. pretty much created and founded in Shenandoah. Right. Yeah. yeah, right. That is, Mrs. T's. Mrs. T's, right. Yep. Okay, which is awesome. I, I see it like, it's awesome that that's a thing that's here. And, but like, everyone's like, oh, you got to put like onions and butter. I'm like, but. If you gotta put like onions and butter on everything, to, like that doesn't speak real well for what's underneath. Yeah, <laughs> and they're fine. I'm not gonna say they're not good. They're fine. They're just like everybody's like so crazy about them, and I just I, I just I think just, they're like a, it's a cheap thing. Like you know, it doesn't. It it cheap just, thing? Yeah, it's like you. Know, it doesn't take much to like get like you can get a bag of them for like a very cheap price, and they're easy to make, and you can just like quick block party food where you can just well, throw in a pan. Everybody wants to make me like some. Well, you got to try them this way. I'm like, all right, you make them, bring them on. Have you I'm tried boilo yet? Yes, actually. That's fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, we have some boilo at Christmas at our holiday market. Again, can't have like an event without like some kind of something. You, you know what's big in the area too? If the Walking Arts Center ever wants to do it, boilo contests are huge in this area. They're huge. Where people like, they all bring their own and you have like a, you, you get a panel of judges or people like taste them and then they, and they have like little boilo contests. That'll be fun. Yep. 
That would be a lot of fun. Yeah, that's really good. I've had um, Moonshine. Like I've been to like mainstream Moonshine in, yep. in Schuylkill Haven. I know like I haven't, a, I haven't gone there yet. She has a lot of different flavors and everything. And I was like, I always think of Moonshine, you know, like 198 proof kind of like. The TV burning. show? Yeah. Like. yeah. I looks at the bowls like, that's about 120 right now. And then they, I was like, they, I don't they know. stick the stick in and they're like, it's 120 on the dot. Like how did this guy do that? <laughs> <laughs> it's like I always thought, you know, like it's it's some like really harsh stuff that's like made in backwoods. Illegally you're gonna go blind if you drink but, it. But no, it's actually really good, and you get all these. You know, she has all different flavors, and then you can make cocktails with them. Mm -hmm. It's it's good stuff. She, she should. So I need to get Boilo and pierogies together. We'll have a pierogi cook-off. Kabasi. And kabasi. Yeah, kabasi. You have to do that too. Like no, when you had, have all three. When you, you had kabasi, where did you have kabasi from? Oh, I don't know. It was just at this. It was at this Minersville like church thing. So okay. I don't know what. So like, brand so the two heavy was, hitters but... are in Shenandoah. Shenandoah is like the the the, the king of the kabasi thing. I mean, if there's anyone else in School County who thinks you're good at kabasi, you're <laughs> probably okay. All right. Uh, but so what are they? Kevalonics, and and I really like Lucky's too. They're both. Now how do you spell the? I think I've heard of oh this. Oh my god, place. I have no idea. It's just K um, and then punch your keyboard. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Kevalonic. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I, there. That's like the like if you try to go there like the day or two before a holiday, it's literally down the street. Like the oh line, my gosh. it's packed. It's it's hard to get that's in. That's amazing. Yeah, it's a cool. I'll place. tell you, you know what's really odd when you move to a new place, like for example, where I worked before, I used to run a theater company, so um, I worked a lot with databases. You know, like our customer database. I knew every zip code, every town within. You know. 50, 60 mile radius of Williamsport. And when you move to a totally new area, it's like people say, oh, it's up in whatever. And I go, I look at them with blank, um, I have no idea where that is. Yeah. And then at work, if I need a zip code, like I actually have to Google zip codes, like not being able to like pick them off the top of my head, you know, for these random places. So it's, it's really disconcerting. <laughs> I'm just sort of like someone who normally knows all that stuff. So it's like, oh, it's out by New Ringgold. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Where, where's that? I don't know. The thing with our area too <laughs> is there's like, I'm 34 years old and there are still towns in school County that I have no idea their business exists <laughs> because our area is very like closed off. So like if you were born and raised in a certain town, there, there may or may not be people in that town who've never really seen within five or 10 miles of their, of where they're from. Oh wow. They, like maybe Walmart and a mall is like the extent of what they do. But like when it comes to small business, they're like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, Oh, if, if I'm in Monty city, I only know my core group of local business and small things. Like if there's an event, they don't really, like, they don't really branch out. So for a, a long period of my time, we were always the one side of the mountain. So I was a Monty city Shenandoah kid. Like they were my two towns and then me meeting friends in Pottsville. Like I'm like, well, Pottsville has some cool stuff. And then like, Wait, they, they, there's, this is in school. Hey, like I'm still, like, there's a lot of stuff in school. Hey, I don't really know about. Like I have to like explore and, and this is where this, this podcast is challenging me to learn more about other places. And right. it, it, it's just kind of getting the people, the understanding or knowing it exists because a lot of times, like I said, people are kind of close to their own little communities and they don't really venture out and see other towns thing. Like, like the, there's, there's the heavy hitters, but like there's like pizza shops and like, people don't even know exists. Like if you're in town here, there's a pizza shop up the street called Anthony's that literally blends in with the houses. You don't even know it exists. <laughs> and they have like really strange hours, but the people who know about it, they make their money in that little time frame because people flock to it. Or like Tony's in Gerardville. Have you experienced a Tony's burger? No. Tony's. And what I'm about to say is going to sound awful <laughs> as a review, but it's, it's delicious. But when you walk in, this place has been there since my mom is a kid and it looks like this tiny little diner that blends in as a house in the middle of Gerardville and the line will be down the street and they make these burgers and they do like quick cheese where they just slap the, they don't melt the cheese they throw a little bit of butter on the top of the bun then they make these things called screamers which are like the hot bugs hot burgers and then people do a burger with fluff with marshmallow fluff fluff yes marshmallow <laughs> fluff on a burger sounds awful <laughs> it's fantastic uh, yeah, so like all these all these small things that a lot, a lot of people don't know about, but in our area, like just that small community keeps these places pumping because that's but that's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome when people really like like patronize their local places yeah. and they they stay around. Um, I have to learn the difference between what the north of the mountain and south of yeah. the mountain. Yeah, a little bit of a rivalry. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what that's about, <laughs> but um, but I do know that. Interstate 81 on the top of the mountain is the stupidest idea ever. I don't know who planned that, but, <laughs> <laughs> but the fact that you have to go up that that 
drive to get up to the top where 81 is and then to come over here into Frackville is like, who put this road? This is this is terrible. Yeah. Um, and I hear there's like accidents and stuff on it all like, the time. All the time. Mm -hmm. So yeah, and I have to go back down, but that's fine. I'm a good driver. Wait, you you came like through the Minersville? Like come through like that way? No, no. I came up the 61. Okay, yeah. yeah. The, the, they're gonna, yeah that's gonna be all getting crazy. redone soon. Yeah, and I saw where the mall was, you know. R.I.P. It used to be, or yeah. it's still there, but it's not It's all anymore. factories now. It's com they completely <laughs> tore it out and put factories in. That was Oh, the, there's no mall at all? No. Oh. What, what, the shell of the mall is completely gone. Oh, I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. I thought maybe there's repurposing it for something. No, it's like, that's a, that was a hit. <laughs> that was a hit to the soul. I love that place. We had a really awesome movie theater up there. Yeah. Like, the mall was kind of falling apart, and then this company came in and put, like, a really, really nice movie theater and had a bar and, like, 21 and older. See, drinking. Nah, uh, a 21 and older section where, like, you can go see a movie and bring your beer and food in. And nice. it was, it was um, unbelievable. I had, a, I had a drink on the menu. I was, like, a regular that night. Like, me and my, like, the Blackwell. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> and then, like, they would do drink specials based on the movies they had. So, like, mm -hmm. when uh, Justice League was popular, like, Tony, you got to come up and help us make, like, different style drinks or, like, Batman style drinks or pop culture style drinks. I'm like, I'd go up and just drink all day long and have fun. Well, the loss of the mall is actually the reason that the walk-in art center exists. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll give you a little history. Um, so, the walk-in art center is in the old walk-in shoe factory. Mm. And even today we get people that come through that say, Oh yeah, I used to, my, I used to work here. Like older people say, I used to work here with the shoe factory and stuff. Um, so it stopped being a shoe factory sometime in the early nineties, I believe, and kind of was empty. And then um, our building also houses, houses Evans delivery. So they, they have all of their administrative offices in a big chunk of the building. Um, but when the mall went out, like, you know, when malls came to be back in the like seventies, when, you know, they killed all the downtowns of all these small towns, mm -hmm. you know, like all the mom and pop shops kind of went away. Um, downtown life really changed. And Schuylkillhaven was one of those towns. It just, um, you know, a lot of the business left a lot of empty storefronts for like a really long time. So when the mall um, went out, there was this, there's always an economic opportunity there to rebuild these small towns. So the walk-in was started by, um, Mr. Evans of Evans Delivery, he really, um, they had gone to places like Goggle Works in Reading, and there's uh, the Banana Factory that's over in Allentown. You know, and there are art centers that were really instrumental in revitalizing, economically revitalizing that area. So he wanted to recreate that kind of thing. So we had a lot of um, interested people trying to get this place started. So they took, we actually have um, one whole floor on one side of the building and on like we're on, kind of on the corner and then we have uh, a second floor where we have classrooms and we have like a folk art gallery down there. But, um, so we basically have this one whole corner of the building and, um, yeah, we were able to put in this, um, they, they made the, the big room like that you worked on, mm -hmm. which is the big, um, place where we have weddings and we have events in there and there's a bar and we, we do a pretty good business, like keeping that busy throughout the year with it's weddings beautiful. and everything, especially yeah. now. Um, and it's very industrial chic. I mean, I actually just talked to the girls of the chamber and I said, like, where in this area, like if you wanted to have a wedding and you didn't maybe want to go to a, a church fellowship hall or or a fire, fire company, <laughs> like what are your options? You know, and there are some really great golf clubs. There's like Hidden Valley Golf Club, which is beautiful. And there's wow. like a couple yeah. barns that have been renovated into like places and they're awesome. Um, they tend to be kind of pricey to go to those places, but our place is kind of different. Ours is sort of this, industrial chic kind of place like inside we have like um brick walls like you can you can see that it used to have paint on them and um you know, like the the pipes overhead are painted red and you know it's kind of a it's, it's kind of a real unique kind of look that you don't really get anywhere else it's mm -hmm. sort of a um new york garment industry sort of look in there like when they renovate those big spaces so um so we do get a lot and especially since covid we had a lot of weddings that were canceled or postponed and now they're all like pushing them in so we get a lot of calls to to rent the space which is good it's really good for us um but it's great too because it just brings a lot of new people into our space who go oh my gosh like i didn't know this was here because on the same level as our event hall there is what we call the artist studio i call it studio row so um if you walk down studio row it's like walking down a little street sort of and you see all the studios on the side. And um, right now we have about 19 resident artists. So we have several photographers. We also have like 
pottery people and lots of painters and collagers. So, um, so you can kind of see, like they all have little windows so you can kind of see what they're working on in their studios. Um, and then we do classes on the second floor. So we have a classroom down there. Um, we actually just added a classroom. We took up a little bit of the, um, the space in the main hall and we made it into a second classroom because our pottery uh, department is growing exponentially because we had this really cool event in February, which was called the Super Bowl, where you got to come and you got to choose a handmade bowl. So these pottery ladies made 270 bowls and um, you got to choose like a handmade bowl and then you got to choose three soups and you got lunch that day all for one price. So you got this nice little to-go package, which is kind of cool. Nice. Yeah. And it was on the soup. It was on the Friday before the Super Bowl. So we called it the soup, S-O-U-P, or bowl. And, um, which is kind of cute. But because of that, like, we had a lot of ladies who were really interested. I'm like, oh, like, it would be really cool to learn how to do pottery and learn how to create things. So that department sort of kind of grew out of the space that we had. So um, I actually ended up having to build another room to put our fiber arts group in because you can't put pottery in fiber because when pottery evaporates, it takes the dust and then the dust lays on the fabrics and stuff. And anyway, Doesn't work they, out. they couldn't coexist anymore. When yeah. we didn't, when we only had a couple of pottery people, it wasn't bad, but now that it's kind of growing. So anyway, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. So we're expanding. We're offering more services now. Um, we're going to have like more classes. We have summer camps coming up. So there's so many things going on at the walk-in and um, it's just, and we call it the walk-in. I was told that people don't know it by that term, the walk-in, but like the, I think the, more and more the people, people call it like the, the the WIC or whatever, like Wayak maybe, but yeah, like Wyack, yeah. I just more and more people I hear, oh, like you're down at the walk-in, like people just kind of, oh, that's what that place is. Mm -hmm. But it is officially the walk-in art center. Um, maybe, maybe in the you know next 10, 15 years or so, we might like expand to be the arts and cover performing arts, but that's a long way off. That's my pipe dream. Yeah. If I have a goal, <laughs> if yeah. I have a personal agenda that's what it I, I think i think just the the parking lot idea is going to really skyrocket a lot i think of, so a lot of things i think that's yeah. a huge because the, the the thing is is everybody wants to experience this stuff but they there's also not a lot of venues especially for like right. music and arts and like like i told like like, like we have a comedy scene that's that's building up but there's not many people that will give it people an opportunity to do it right. so the hardest thing is just finding a venue who's willing to do it but they're also willing to be like all right listen i understand like you have to understand we have to make money too but so you have like a lot of people are like we're just kind of starting we don't know where we're going to be you gotta, we need a place to grow and a lot of places are like well it's going to cost us much and you're like we can't afford that you know what right. i mean like <laughs> we're an up-and-coming band we just want to get good or we're up-and-coming co comedy or like open mic nights you know but there are venues who are like yeah we'll 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 host it like We'll make like we'll make our money on beer and food. You just here's a corner, go set up and have fun. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And, and and it's good that more businesses are willing to do that and and there's more opportunity for people. I made a post the other day saying I might have a potential venue that people can come play music. And it was flooded, like where, 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 because they're oh, they're wow. so hungry for a place to play. Yeah, yeah. And and, and um, do their craft. That there's a brewery in town, a new brewery, I guess. That they, they have like an open mic night now, which is yep. kind of cool. That's Black Rock Brewing Company. And then we have another one opening up in a couple months called Pilgrim Brewing Company. So Possible's going to have two breweries. Well, three. Yeah. Yingling. Three. Yingling, <laughs> uh, Black Rock, and, and Pilgrim. Right. Yeah. yeah, that'll be awesome. Yeah, that's something I definitely want to do. Like uh, when I do a concert series, like Yingling was great and they, they, um, helped us out with some product and stuff for this concert. But we need to like get some of the smaller ones, you know, to really like showcase their stuff. So like, Contacting that's them, my goal. I don't want to do if they want to be your podcast with Yingling <laughs> doing three years, no love yet. Yingling, show your come on, man. Single bear, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> You're on my table like a hundred times, you know. Well, you know, they you know, they built a town, right? So no, I, I respect their game so much, love their beer. Actually, it's the only like I have, I'm gonna admit that I'm not really a beer drinker. No, not many people are. <laughs> Are you like a spirits, like the like a spirits drinker? I'm like a wine. I am a wine person, but well, Black Rock is actually collaborating with uh, Springgate, so there's actually a it's a brewery and a winery. Ooh, yep. that is exciting. Mm -hmm. I do like wine. I do like you know I like a nice semi dry though. Like I'm not I'm not a sweet wine kind of person. There's a lot of a lot of fruit wines around here, which is good. I mean they're good and people love them. And like last night in Haven, we just had this wine walk and wander thing. You know, so there's like we had like six breweries, and um people love it. They just like to go like the, the brewery stands were like, I wish I knew that was a thing. I would have went down. <laughs> yeah. It was a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, we need to, there, in this area, there needs to be some sort of really great place where you can 
I guess it's true with any town where you, everybody can put all their stuff. Mm -hmm. So when someone says like, what's going on in town or what's going on in the county, you know, like it's just like on this day, there's this, 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 this. And you're like, it just seems like everybody has their own like, you know, Facebook pages and everything and you can put up events and stuff, but it's never, it's never like all encompassing. Like yeah. it really just needs to be like somebody there. That's like, your next project. You should do that. I, I know there's one called like the <laughs> school County bulletin board. It's a Facebook page, but it just, a lot of people don't like, we have, there's like a thousand school County yard pay, sale pages, right. like a thousand <laughs> school. Like it's just, it's, it's like, I agree. There needs to be that. The last time we had something like that pre-internet was uh service electric used to have the the wheel and people would like it was like a channel where it just like so showed everything going on in the oh, area okay <laughs> but that's i don't think that's even a thing anymore but okay. yeah i would agree i think we need to find well, I, I know we're kind of like trying to do that where we try to just let people know that things exist um and uh it's just really hard to get everybody together on the scene just collaborating and, and it's true no matter where you are but like like even in schuylkill haven you know it's this little town but there are several different groups that hold different things so there's um, like there's a car show by the islands, you know, mm -hmm. the island scoop up. Like they're, the island committee is doing three or four events this summer. And then the business association is doing a couple events. And then the, our Haven foundation is doing a couple events. And then the borough has a couple, like, but like, you can't just say what's going on in Schuylkill Haven and see them all in one place. Mm -hmm. And, uh, Did you ever work with hot rod bar and grill? That's a cool place. No. So it's, it's a really fun bar in town. They do a lot of music shows. Where and stuff is it? There. Uh, I don't know the street, but you come underneath the bridge. And it's that's uh, more Cresona. I was in Cresona. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Okay, no, it's alright. I was kind of missed. Well, they're so close together. together. Yeah. yeah, I don't know where the line is. Again, I, I'm new. I don't know. Yeah, I I can play that new card for about five years. That's that's my plan. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I don't know where that is. So, what are some other future goals you have for for the Walking Art Center? Um, well, I definitely do want to expand the education thing. I think that uh, we need to get more kids involved in in all ways. Um, I think we, we do a, a bit of outreach into the schools. Like we do have this project um, this year. It's called 783 Points of Light, where we have a different artist go into each of the county schools. I mean, even up, up here above the mountain. Um, and they work with the art teachers and students to create these murals, um, which they can put them on their school. Uh, we're going to actually have this big exhibition of the murals before they actually get put up. Because the murals aren't, like people think that someone's out there, you know, like with a paintbrush and stuff. But actually they're, they're, made and they're painted on these like odd kind of fabric stuff and then um adhered to the and they last oh, for 20 years really so yeah, kind of like, like, old, like when they used to put the the board like the the like the billboards inside of buildings it was like a cloth and they would like kind of yes like a, like kind a of like temporary that tattoo yeah I, but they last so much longer like if you were actually to paint it the weather would get it in a couple of years and yeah. you have to do constant touch-ups and stuff so um so we have that in all of the schools but one, so like 11 of the schools um, in the county, which is a good outreach. Um, that was all kind of screwed up because of COVID, you know, like the kids not being in school. But now that those things are going on, um, we have sort of ongoing relationships with all the school districts. And more and more are, you know, dropping the arts in some way, you know. It's upsetting. So, um, <laughs> add, add more so, football programs and take away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We definitely just want to like um, – have an you know have an alternate plan if someone is into the arts and we don't want kids to lose that that opportunity mm -hmm. so the schools naturally kind of go away because of budget cuts and funding and stuff like that we want people to know that there are things that, to do at the walk-in so uh, we actually have several like initiatives which i really want to grow so like we, i told you we talk about this pottery group clay group and then we have like the fiber arts group which they do like loom weaving and things like that we have a teen creative that um we had of course it kind of went away during covid but we want to get that like robust again um we have a photography group too so so whatever you're kind of into we want to have like a i gotta get my photography skills up yeah, <laughs> yeah. i have a really like that camera is pretty decent i just i only use it for this like oh, I, okay <laughs> i took a few shots with it but i don't know what i'm doing i just kind of like oh like, actually we have, <laughs> we have several really good photographers actually we have one um Rebecca Donahue is a photographer. She does a lot of senior photos and things around, but she's actually been nationally recognized. She's in a lot of national photography oh, wow. magazines. Um, yeah, so she's she's really building up a nice name for herself here. She's kind of a young girl. Um, and then we have several others. We have another group called Three Visions Photography, and you'll find them. Like, they do a lot of outreach. They go to a lot of, like, festivals and things like that. So, yeah. um, But then we also have painters and all, we have a little bit of everything. Fantastic. Well, <laughs> yeah. if, there's any, if there's anyone listening who who uh, has arts in the area, uh, 
contact either one of us. Like I, this platform is definitely for people in the area to come and and find us and and come talk. I mean, you you found us, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I'd love to come and and set up at the art center one day, or maybe like oh, experience that'd be it. Awesome. Maybe if yeah. you have like an event going, we can come and talk about it, like the day before the event. And yeah. This, yeah. This door's, definitely. This door and platform is always open. Um, is there anything else you, you want to get out before before we wrap up here? Um, no, just that we have, I do have a couple events, if I can just. Absolutely. Okay. So, um, so like I said, on the 26th, we have this children's festival. It's Princess and Pirate thing. So you can register for that online. Um, on the 9th of July, we have an, a visiting every every two months, um, mostly, mostly from the spring to the fall. We don't do as much in the winter, but um, we have a visiting artist. So we have an artist from out of the area who's pretty well known. We bring them in. Um, and this one is, it's called Next Stop Schuylkill. It's a guy from Bloomsburg, actually, who um, took a lot of great photography of the trains of the coal region and stuff. So these are like really large photos and things of trains. So if you're a train enthusiasm, if you're a photo, just a photography enthusiast, you can come out. So that's, an, we're doing a happy hour, uh, Friday night exhibition opening on July 9th. So it's from six to nine. We're going to have live music. We have like a bluegrass duo that's going to play music for this. It kind of fits. What are they called? Uh, Chasing Rabbits. I've never heard of them. There's just two people. Um, and they're going to play music because it kind of fits with the whole train kind of yeah. feel. Um, and we have refreshments and wine and beer. It's all complimentary. So you can come out, come out after work or whatever, you know, check out the art, check out the, the exhibition, have some free food and wine, and that's all good. And then one I'm really excited about, it's August 1st. And it's National Girlfriends Day. Oh, boy. I haven't <laughs> had one of those in five years. It's, <laughs> it's National Girlfriends Day. Put a ring on it. No, it's more about girlfriends selling their, celebrating their other girlfriends. Oh, okay. You know, like best friend kind of Like uh, empowering each other as women. Yes. Okay. So we are doing the girlfriend experience, which can have a completely different meaning if if, if you Google you know that, what I'm talking yeah, about, if, that. If, if, that could be a bad search. You know. <laughs> right. Or but, good. But that was <laughs> sort of kind of the reason I chose it. I wanted something pr pr provocative. So it's called the Girlfriend Experience. It's a women's beauty and wellness expo. So we're going to have um, wine, of course, wine and chocolate. And then we're also have some vendors which, which have some female scented things. I want to get um, like a massage, maybe people that do five minute massage chairs. We're going to have like a pound exercise class demonstration. You can join in. Um, we're also going to have a yoga thing that you can join in. Um, Empire Beauty girls are going to come down. If you want to get your bangs trimmed real quick, you can do that or get your hair trimmed real quick or get your nails done or whatever. They're going to have like booths set up that you can do that. So it's just kind of a day to come for women to come. It's on a Sunday. So it's from one to five on Sunday, August 1st, which is National Girlfriends Day. And um, it's just going to be a fun day to come celebrate your girlfriends. Uh, we're also going to have our photographers there so and with backdrops. So if you and your girlfriends kind of want to dress in coordinating things and get some sign, some kind of silly girlfriend photo, we can do that for you too. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Another thing that's getting real popular is uh, is women uh, doing like the Bordeaux shoots where they like they oh, go to a yeah. photographer yeah. and they and they and they get like very sexy. Really get their like confidence <laughs> up and and feel good about yeah. themselves and yeah, it's yeah. It's, and there's a lot of photographers in the area who are super talented at it. Yeah. Female photographers too, if you're not comfortable with right? a male photographer. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We have a lot of females. Um, and then at the end of August, I'll just go to the end of August because once you get into September, it gets crazy at the walk-in. But at the end of, um, of August, the last Saturday of August, we have Picasso, which is you bring your pets and the pets do the painting. <laughs> The pets do the painting. Yes, so we we roll their pet, you know, their feet, and we let them walk on canvases, and then you can have a, a painting painted by your pet. But it's also a pet expo, so I'm looking to have um, like some maybe a canine demonstration, like a police demonstration or a training kind of thing. And I'm trying to get one of the um, SPCA's or or pet adoption places to come and actually have an adoption day. And awesome. then we'll have like vendors who have like pet friendly kind of things. Um, I'm hoping to get, still working on this, but hoping to get like um, one of the veterinarians to come and have like techs do like, you can get your nails trimmed. That's always something like, I just want to get my dog's nails. Trimmed. I don't need the whole thing. I just need his nails. So, um, and then we're going to end it with a pet parade around the so parkway, just around the loop. So people can bring out their dogs and it'll be like Love a nice little fun day. Yeah. So, um, so that's at the end of August. So that'll be a lot of fun. So I'm trying to think of some events to bring people in that maybe not might not come to the walk-in, you know, for artsy kind of stuff. And just now, if people were to reach out for this outdoor venue or anything like that, uh, how would they how would they get in contact if they if they had an idea to pitch to you? Yeah, uh, you can give me a call at the walk-in. You can go online, find us at Walk-in Art Center, or yeah, 
walkinartcenter.org. For a second, my brain just went. Walkinartcenter.org. Um, my email is on there. You can also find us on Facebook. It's so facebook.com slash walkinartcenter. Uh, we have a very active, and I'm always multi-posting events and things like that. So you, if you're on Facebook and you live in this area, you probably saw something that mm-hmm. I posted of an event coming up. So you can always just give me a call and just ask for Jackie, and we can talk about something, what what you want to do. Um, can't make I can't tell you everything's going to work out, but if we can figure out a way to make it work out, we'll yeah. And all the links will be below. So if you look at the description of this podcast, uh, it will say the Walking Art Center. I have your Facebook, Twitter, and fa- website linked. So right. it, it's awesome. very, very easy for you guys to click and, and do all that. Uh, okay. I want to thank you for coming on. Oh, I had so such fun. a good time. The platform's always open. I I know there's a hundred different community pages, but we have our <laughs> IWEP Network community page and our okay. Interviews with Everyday People community page. You're feel free to put your stuff on there and let people know they exist. Um, Give me like, let me know as well. And if you ever, if you ever want to collaborate again and do some stuff, I'm always down to help promote, promote and push some stuff and we'll definitely come out and, um, and experience and have some fun. Great. Thanks so much. Just make sure there's beer involved. Of course. (laughs) 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 Thank you guys so much for uh, supporting. Uh, Like I said, links below for everything we talked about is, are there. Uh, we do also have the Patreon, our social medias, if you want to show some love, and our, our merch page. We just revamped our both our merch pages. We have two of them. We have a T Public and a T Spring. So if you want to get some merchandise with my goofy face on it or our new logo <laughs> that we just came up with, uh, it's all on there. Show some support. We love you guys to death. Uh, members support your local arts and communities and let people know that they're doing good. You know, A big thing that I struggle with sometimes is I have the numbers are amazing and people watch and people are into it. And then I don't no feedback feedback for someone who creates and that's creative is very helpful, especially uh, because a lot of times when people do things like art and music and, and podcasts or any type of great content, it's, it's a therapy for them for this is, this is my therapy. It's a lot cheaper. Um, <laughs> maybe because the mics are expensive, but, uh, <laughs> but it, that little encouragement saying, Hey, I enjoy what you do. Or you're very, you're a very talented photographer. Or, I love your art or how can I purchase your art makes someone who does this, go so much further and and definitely support your friends who are into that and show them that kind of love. Um, that'll do it for interviews with everyday people. We love you guys so much. Here's some Steve Fulton. If I can find the bun and we're out of here. Awesome.